Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Hello. This is Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And you? I'm well. Good. I'm well. So, as we typically do, we were chatting and catching up before we started recording. And in that conversation, the possibility of a topic showed up for us. I'll see if I can rehash that. I was talking to you about the exploration itself, about how cool it is when we're able to have something going on in our lives basically be lifing and we're able to see our thoughts around it, our noise around that topic, our story that's happening at the same time and hold these things so lightly that it opens up this ability to explore it. And I was referencing somebody that that I listen to in a podcast that, you know, people come to with questions or comments or suggestions or frustrations. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is so cool. Let's get into it. So there's something about it that I just love that, that excitement to explore truth. What's true? What's not true? Like, what's our story and our noise? Not with an agenda to make ourselves feel better or to necessarily see something new even, but just a willingness to explore what's true. And that to me, is something that's really cool. I can't do it <laughs> 99% of the time. Let's not lie. I can't do it 99% of the time, but when I can, when I can hold something so lightly that it's cool, when I can, I can really hear my stories about it and then come back to what's happening in front of me like what's happening in this moment to the reality of this moment rather than my story of the reality of this moment. I don't know. What do you see? Do you hear anything in that? Well, what I remember when we chatted earlier before we, before you hit record was that just sounded intriguing to me as something to explore together today. And in what you just said now, what was fresh for me is that remembering this morning that 
I had this um, a horrible start to my day today. Okay. Well, when I say horrible start, it was before my first sip of coffee. Okay, so I'd already got up. <laughs> I'd got up as dressed as I will be at that time in the morning when I have my cup of coffee. And I switched the laptop on because I had a weekend with no work and I didn't even check my emails, which is not that common for me. So I checked my emails this morning and there were some messages from, from people and one that really I've got, got me shocked about, hey, you were going to do this thing and you didn't do this thing. And I went, I swore I did that thing. I did it on Friday, that thing. Well, yeah, I did it on Friday, but I didn't send it afterwards. So it was done and then you know, it was on my own hard drive. I didn't share it where I wanted to share it. I didn't email it to the person. I was just like, oh, no. How did I make that much of a mistake on Friday? What kind of mess was I in on Friday? And and this was all as my, um, as my coffee was dripping into the mug, getting <laughs> ready for me to take the first sip. And I was, at some point, I went, It'll be okay when I start drinking this coffee. I'm going to realize that this is some kind of, you know, Monday morning misery kind of thing going on here. And it was, and it still didn't stop the unsettling, but there was a little bit, and you said it, it was a little bit of holding it more lightly. So it was, huh, as opposed to, oh my Lord, I should, you know, jump off the nearest building because of this. And it was interesting how much of a story I was in. <laughs> it didn't disappear when I drank the coffee. But, no. but it was still a little bit. <laughs> it was still a little bit kind of like, oh, isn't this interesting? And a little bit of, oh no, I suck at life at the same time. So one way of saying it, going back to what you said, it's, I was in the noise and I knew it a little bit. So I had, we had a previous guest on a few weeks ago. We were trying to remember who it actually was who said this. We put the lab coat on and we look at it as as if it's an experiment with perspective as to stick a step back at me right now. What's happening? There was a bit of that looking at me in the Petri dish. <laughs> which was really good to notice that uh, I saw I was in the noise. Didn't cure it. I still felt it. Still felt sucky. There was just an ounce of perspective. Even when I was feeling it. Your turn, Kate. <laughs> I was just thinking about that it may not, you know, happen, but 1% of the time where I'm able to hold things so lightly that, that I do get excited to see it, like to notice it. 
I don't think that I'm necessarily at the level that uh, the woman that does the podcast where, you know, you could just tell she lights up in exploration. But, you know, like our friend Steph Benedetto says, there's literally a universe in that. And being able to hold things that are happening in our lives and our thoughts and our bodies and just all of experience, just a little bit lighter. Enough to get curious. That's huge. That changes people's lives. And what I realized in listening to her and seeing how genuinely lit up she gets in the exploration of what's going on and the exploration of truth. At least for me, hearing that in someone else, like I see that that's on offer. It feels genuine. And maybe that doesn't happen in our personal life, you know, maybe that's just the podcast, but still, I, I can see the truth that that's on offer. I think the last thing that you just said there is easy to overlook. And it's something that you said a few minutes earlier. It's what you said, it's what I heard. Mm -hmm. And therefore what's on offer. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily coming from them or what they said, it's what you heard. And I think that's the only thing that we have, mm. is to know that what we see, don't see, hear, don't hear, know, don't know. And the willingness to look towards what's really true. So an example from me, and I can't remember if I've said it to you on here, on this podcast, but I, I know it's true that nothing in life is personal. Not one thing anyone can do or say to me. Not one thing that can happen to me is personal. In my mind, it's impossible for anything to happen in life to be personal and yet oh I can take anything personally <laughs> I can take anything personally I can take the weather personally I can take the birds on the roof personally yet alone what looks like what someone else might say or do to me in inverted commas and air quotes and the experiment for me were where I notice it's very helpful for me to put the lab coat on to see what's really true is in knowing in my mind the truth of the fact to me that nothing in life is personal and I can take anything personally 
anything personally is a huge learning. A huge exploration. And I'm still very good at turning things that have got nothing to do with me that I will turn them into something that's all about me. And then get a little bit of perspective of seeing the Petri dish of, of that and just the experimental of, wait a minute, how come I can take something personally when it's impossible for anything to be personal? That's one example for me that I'm noticing. You know, something that occurred to me when you were sharing that was about thought and how I've heard a lot of people within this, you know, understanding of how life works, about how thought works, is that thought isn't personal. And sometimes I wonder, how is that? How's that possible? I have a lot more to see about how thought shows up, moves through, and doesn't really have anything to do with me. But I don't know if I've, I don't know how much I've seen that for myself. Because so much of my thought feels like me like very personal to me and that's the difference i think between personal thought and impersonal thought as you said that there was um i read out to a group last week from sydney banks's book the missing link and it was related to that. Unplanned, but I'm pretty sure that I still have the bookmark on the page about that. <laughs> I love how that happens. I'm pretty sure. It's true. <laughs> I do. I do. So if you have a copy of Sydney Banks, The Missing Link, it's page 47 of the hardback version. Thought is a divine tool, nothing more, nothing less, only a tool. A wise person, like a good tradesman, uses this tool to the best of his or her ability. The power of thought is not self-created. Thought is a divine gift, which serves you immediately after you are born. Thought is the creative agent we use to direct us through life. Then there's the part here on page 49 that I remember when I read this out last week, I was, it, it felt like looking at the people on the screen that it, it hit home. They were in a different continent to me. But I just, there was something in the depth of this when people heard it in Asia last week. Page 49, thought on its own is a completely neutral gift. Thought is not reality, yet it is through thought that our realities are created. 
Thought is not reality, yet, is yet it is through thought that our realities are created. And it's that passage that, to me anyway, and just to me, because it's what I make of, of the words that were written by Sidney Banks, that comes back to what you were saying about the, the principle of thought in all human beings, and then my own personal thinking, what I do with it, how it looks in its form within me, as opposed to the formless principle of universal, creative, ever-changing thought. And it lands in me and then I make meaning of it and personalize it and create from it, whether it's a story or whether it's a cup of coffee whether at some point it was the wheel or air conditioning or the internal combustion engine or things that can be seen as positive and sometimes can be seen as negative things that just happen because of our ability to create through this amazing gift of thought including taking the impersonal of life personally in my opinion, in my opinion. And it is one of those things as well, the harder I think about it and the more I want to get it, the further away it seems. So I just noticed that in me just now trying to kind of then go, mm -hmm. okay, so here's my, here's my killer point. And it was <laughs> nothing because I was really trying hard as opposed to being curious with perspective. It's a curious thing, this life. <laughs> I wonder sometimes, even when it comes to personal thought, how much is really personal? Mm, you know, like, just things that we picked up along the way. Innocently, beliefs, ideas, habitual thought, all the things that feel really personal. I wonder how personal that really is or it's just kind of what we've gathered. Not by choice. Just life experience. And it, it feels really real. And I think this is where our suffering comes in. But I wonder how much of that is really personal too, or just part of life experience. Where I don't have you, an answer to that. Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask you, what have you, where did you get to in your pondering? No, I've got my coat <laughs> on, man. <laughs> I'm getting curious. I'm, I'm the scientist in the coat right now. I don't have an answer. <laughs> you know, earlier on, funnily enough today, there's so many synchronicities in this conversation based upon things recently. Really? Yeah. Earlier on today, I was talking with someone 
and I shared a lyric for, of a song from a band that um, I wasn't a particular fan of. So anyone who's known me for 20 odd years and knows me well would be a little bit kind of like, you're quoting a line from the band Travis, Scottish band. And they had a hit here in the UK anyway, back in, I, I can't remember, maybe it was 20 years ago, it might be longer than that now. Might be actually, it's, it might be like 23 years ago or something. And um, I think the song might have been called Why Does It Always Rain On Me? Mm. But anyway, the line I'm thinking of is that line, Why Does It Always Rain On Me? And then the second line is, Is It Because I Lied When I Was 17? Why mm. Does It Always Rain On Me? Is it because I lied when I was 17? So I deconstructed this random thought from someone, I don't know how many hours ago it was now, 11 hours ago. So here's something impersonal. The weather, the rain, why does it always rain on me? Okay, so it's just like, wait a minute. Already there's something interesting going on in here, something as impersonal as the weather that we'll take personally. And then we look to post-rationalize it based upon something that happened in our past. In the story of this song, is it because I lied when I was 17? So it's karma because I did something wrong in 17 and I've, you know, gone into my mind. I think the, um, the songwriter was a, a guy by the name of Fran Healy, who I've grown to appreciate his songwriting immensely in the last 20 years. Um, so we will post-rationalize and make a, go into our mind and, well, in, in the story of this song anyway, and find a reason why something impersonal is personal. And we can always find one reason. We could always find something. So going back to what you talked about regarding the thought habits and what we've picked up along the way. So the story of this song, well, this person remembered lying when he was 17. So that's why something impersonal like weather only ever happens to him. I just find that interesting. Really interesting. And I, I know I must do that countless times a day. Mm. I think hourly, but there'll be something like that. I don't even know I'm doing it. Mm. That I will take something that is completely impersonal, including inverted commas, personal thought, because it's everyone has personal thought. So if it's, if everyone, then it can't be personal. <laughs> it can't be personal if we all do it. It's not personal anymore. I have personal fingernails that grow. Uh, well, yeah, they're my fingernails, but you know, it's not personal that they grow. That's the nature of fingernails. The nature of thought in a human being is that we personalize it, but that's true for everyone, therefore impersonal. This is one of those kind of like cyclical, funny things to me that I find really amusing about human beings me being an example of one, you being an example of one, everyone listening being an example of one, eight billion others as examples, all doing the same thing under the same universal truth of what it is to be a human, in my opinion, in my opinion. 
I also love the fact that I might be absolutely wrong about that because it's still an experiment. Mm -hmm. Feels kind of true. But I think I might be wrong. And someday I might realize it. And then laugh. I hope. As anyone would with an experiment that was based upon a hypothesis and realize a hypothesis was off and then they would start again and put on the lab coat and look fresh it feels a lot truer than any of my stories mm. and i'm sure that there's something more true a deeper truth about it to see But I love that that's not on me either, whether I see it or not. It's fun to explore. And I, and I think that it's a lot. I think that I love more and more just looking in the direction of truth, whether I see something or not. Mm. That's got a lovely feeling to it. Looking in the direction of truth, whether I see something about it or not. It's been a lovely conversation. It has. Kate, thanks. That was awesome. Thanks, Wynne. You've been listening to Kate Roberts, my amazing co-host, and me, Wynne Morgan, on this week's Under the Noise. And we'll be back very soon. Our details, if you do want to get in touch with us, are, are below if you're on YouTube and wherever you found this podcast, whichever platform you use. And also in the outro from, from Kate's recording in a moment, so. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at kateroberts.coaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.